Hello, and welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I am your host, Christine Daynard, and the goal of this podcast is to encourage you to live your best and most authentic life by digging deeper and finding connection through vulnerability. I believe we have been taught that vulnerability is a weakness when in fact it is our superpower. In this space, I will share personal stories and conversations with others so you can be empowered by their strength and inspired to take action in your own life. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Say It Out Loud podcast with me, Christine, your host. I am so thrilled that you're here. And just out of the gates today, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to blanket this space with this statement. This is a new podcast. I am producing my own podcast. I record these episodes either in my office, which is in my home, which can sometimes be loud. And uh, we live in a fairly new subdivision. So sometimes there's noises outside like there are today. So I'm hoping you don't hear them. But I'm just throwing out this disclaimer just in case. I also sometimes when I can't find a quiet space, I record in my van because it's like a condensed space. No one's there to bother me. No dog barking. No one saying, hey, mom, I need your help. There's none of that happening in that space. So that those are the two places that I record. So I am bound to run into some outside noise or distractions during the podcast. And unfortunately, those are probably just going to have to be a part of it. So I just wanted to throw it out there, maybe buy a little bit of grace from you. um, Because that's a reality. You know, maybe someday when I have my shiny studio and a production team who does the production for me, that won't be the case. But for now, that's where I'm at. And that's where I live. And actually, interestingly enough, I think the biggest, the biggest and most important part for me, you know, I'm in this space and I am calling myself an advocate for authenticity, because I believe we need more authenticity in the world. And in this space, I want to show up just just like that, just authentic, no premeditation, no scripting, no predetermined thoughts of what I want to say, unless there's something really important I need to include. And I don't, I can't memorize it, or it's like a fact, or it's a a definition of something like that. You will find that I will ab lib and speak from the heart in every one of these episodes. And that's really important for me because as an advocate for authenticity, if I sat here and reading scripts to you, well, it wouldn't exactly be being authentic, would it? Mm-mm, that would not be being authentic. So I thought it ideal to start by telling you why I started this podcast in the first place. And you know, I've really wanted to do a podcast for a long time. I'm sure I've mentioned that already in these first couple of episodes, that it has been on my heart for a long time. And you know, it's funny because one reason or another, it just never got off the ground. And partly probably because I was too busy, you know, running my own small business and just couldn't find the time for it. But also, honestly, I got to be honest here, because again, this is a space to be authentic, is that I wasn't really sure enough of myself to come into this space. I thought, who's going to want to listen to me? Who's going to want to listen to me talk about what? Like, what am I even going to talk about? (laughs) I knew that I had something to say, and I could feel this desire in me to speak out loud and to say things out loud, but I could never quite figure out what that was going to look like. 
And you know, it didn't really cross me until I closed my small business of five years. Some of you may know it. It was called the Buzz Tour Company. I launched a wine, beer, cider tour company a couple years before the pandemic started. And well, let's just say the pandemic kicked my ass. So I closed the business at the end of 2022. So it's still pretty fresh as you're listening to this episode. Um, But I've done a lot of work and processing it, uh, honestly, leading up to it and as well after it. And But I think for me, the most important part has been that I've done a lot of work on myself. And I think a lot of these little stories about how I've been able to discover um, or or be comfortable coming out and showing the best of me or showing me in my most authentic voice and in as my most authentic self has been a variety of practices and a variety of things that have sort of like pushed me in this direction. But ideally, how I got this podcast off the ground had a really interesting start. And so I wanted to share that little story with you because I figure it it fits really well into the space. Uh, it explains sort of why you're here, maybe why you want to continue listening, or if maybe this isn't the space for you. Um, but I really felt this huge draw to start here. So here we're going to get started. So I remember when as I was closing my small business, uh, of course, I mean, you can probably well imagine I put my blood, sweat and tears into my small business. And I cried a lot of tears when I said goodbye to it. it took me a long time to come to and make that decision to actually close it. Um, when I realized I could no longer live in that kind of pain. And I just I had done so much to keep it afloat. I just I just couldn't keep going. I was so burnt out and I was so exhausted and there was just no light at the end of the tunnel anymore, you know? And I'm a really optimistic person, so that's really hard for me to admit, but it really just it's like it had its time and its time had come to a close. But I'd been holding on so tight, I didn't see that by continuing to keep it going and having it not really succeed anymore post-pandemic, I started to really deteriorate as a person. You know, I stopped uh, being as social. I stopped, um, you know, wanting to connect. I, of course, I mean, we were sort of trained to be at home for a long time. So that was, you know, became a non, non-issue non for me. I just stayed at home. Um, even as things got better and we were opening up and I was out there taking tours, I just... I didn't have anything left in the tank. And I would go on tour. And, you know, I kind of felt bad in 2022 because nobody really got the full Christine, you know, like no one really got the full experience for me. I mean, I know my team delivered really well, but I know for me personally, I don't think any of the groups that came with me fully got the full Christine because I was so exhausted. And I think I hit it pretty well, but you know, I think that's where the, the it strikes a chord for me so much is that near the end, I was almost pretending joy and happiness. And you know, when you get to know me, you'll get to know that joy and happiness are really important to me. Joy more specifically, because I think joy is something that we can seek in our, in our everyday. And, um, so being able or not being able to find joy on a regular basis was a bit of an eye opener for me. And when I realized that I was getting out there and I was, you know, going back to sort of fake in my joy, that didn't feel good. And I felt really, um, pulled apart. I felt really unaligned. Is that a word? <laughs> Disaligned, unaligned. I wasn't aligned. Let's just say that I wasn't aligned. And I could feel this sort of like inside of me. I love to show people who I am. And I, I like to share 
um, parts of my life or stories because I feel like they help connect us. And so many people are so committed to not opening their mouth and saying anything, instead feeling isolated and alone and feel like they're the only person in the world that are experiencing that thing. And, you know, I think when you have been someone like me who were, has, I've worked with people all my life, you get to know people really, really well. And, you know, I've built so many great relationships with so many people. Some people really short periods of time I've known them. Some people really long periods of time that I've known them. But all in all, I tend to create relationships fairly quickly and build trust really quickly. And I think it's because I'm willing to be authentic. I'm not pretending. Um, and I take a lot of pride in that. And I, I say it like it is in a, you know, nice, kind way. But I, you know, I say it like how I feel it or have how I've experienced it. And I don't hold back, which I find that a lot of us do. And so when I hit that point in my business where I felt like I was faking it, man, that was like a slap in the face for me because I took such pride and I really, I really enjoyed doing what I did. Actually, you know, it brings tears to my, brings tears to me now just thinking about how much I loved that business. And it saved me. It saved me from the corporate life that I was living and the life that I hated and the life I felt that I didn't belong in and a life that I felt like I wasn't appreciated in. And, um, you know, it, it, it was like I blew out of the corporate world and started this business and all of my life started to make more sense. And I don't know if you can relate to that as I say that out loud. And I'm sorry. Yes, it's going to bring tears. You're going to see a little of everything here. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to cry. I'm going to say it like it is. If it comes to me, I'm not editing it out. So I'm just going to say it like it is. But it meant so much to me. And those first couple years, man, they were magic. They were magical. And then something happened. As you well know, these two years of closed doors and businesses shutting down and being locked in our homes and, you know, um, it has really had a really big impact on us. And I think there are a lot of people out there kind of roaming around right now that don't realize the impact that it's had on them. And they're sort of just determined to just get back to normal already. And, you know, unfortunately, the world is not this, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, the world is not the same place that it was prior to us going into the pandemic. So for us to treat it the same way or treat our lives the same way that we were pre-pandemic is almost useless because it's not the same. It's so different. But here we are all trying to navigate this new space. And and what I started to find was that here I was going through this really hard time, right? I took this, this baby, this dream of mine that I grew and it became something and it was going places and then the pandemic hit and it wiped out all my dreams and it was really hard to keep going. But I did it anyway because I wanted to bring joy in some way. And so I, I came up with all these creative ways that I could connect with people. And it was awesome. Honestly, there were so many aspects of it that I'm so grateful for. And I do feel like as crappy as it was, it has had so many silver linings, you know, and if you haven't found your silver lining yet, it'll come. Just keep paying attention because, you know, I think that when we're in moments of trial and in moments of challenge, it's really hard to see through the trees, right? It's really hard to see where this is going to benefit me in the future. Like how is all of this pain right now going to benefit me? And, you know, I have to say in my business, I felt that way. I was like, how am I going to close this business? What the hell am I going to do? This is my baby. Where do I start next? I'm so burnt out. I can't even imagine myself going back out there and recreating again, because look at all the pain that I'm in now as a result of doing that already, right? Like that's kind of the place that I had let my headspace get to. 
And like I said, that, that was, that was it for me when I wasn't showing up like myself, I knew something had to change. I just knew it. All of my behaviors changed, you know, not just the ones that were kind of a requirement, right? When we were, when we had to stay home and, and, you know, mask up and do all these different things. But I literally, my behaviors changed entirely. Like I started to really pull away and those few things combined really were signals to me. And I finally started to listen. And as I was listening and as I was coming close to, and then when I closed my business, I shared some of what was going on through my social media platforms with the following that I have there. And, you know, at first I was afraid to say anything. I was afraid to say that I was basically failing in my business. And, you know, I hate that word failure because I really don't think it is. I think it's, it's always is an opportunity, but And I know, I know that my business was impacted by the pandemic and it wasn't my fault. I know that. Like logically, I know that it wasn't my fault. But when you carry your baby that far and then you have to let it go and you've, you know, made such a big deal about it this whole time and there's so many people sort of like watching you, you doubt whether or not you can say anything. And if you tell them that you're failing or that it's not working or that you're sad or mad or frustrated, you know, you're afraid of what people are going to say and what they're going to think. And will they still come? Will they still be a part of my business if I say that I'm struggling in it? And actually, you know, what's really interesting is I remember at the very beginning of the pandemic, I was going out there on my lives on my Instagram and I was sharing what was going on. I was saying, okay, here's, you know, we have the, we've passed the two week timeline. We're clearly going ahead of the two, we're going beyond the two week timeline. And, um, you know, here's my situation. Here's the things that are impacting me and my small business. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And I remember sharing a couple of stories. And then I remember hearing back from some people who were, um, I would say, either mentors or people that I was close to, and they quickly um, shut down my interest in sharing what was going on and how I was feeling with my audience and essentially told me that, in a nutshell, I won't quote anybody, but essentially in a nutshell, I was told that, or how I understood it, that I am a beacon of joy for people. And I can't go out there sharing the things that are challenges because I am a mentor and a beacon for other people. So people are looking up to me to feel good. And I can't talk about it like that because I need to be a leader. And you know, it's so funny at the time I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I took down the lives that I had done talking about what was really going on and how I was really feeling. And then as soon as I took them down, I was like, why did I do that? First of all, I don't think that any ideas or dreams or thoughts or feelings that come to us are meant for us to squash them down. They come to us for a reason. And I was sharing because I'm an authentic person. I like to share and I think that it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people don't do. And, and often I'm okay to be the fall guy, (laughs) you know, I'm okay. I'm strong enough to be the fall guy. So I will talk about the things that are really hard and really challenging. Um, and, but I will always put a lesson in there. There are all, there's always a lesson. There's always something that happens and something comes from a hurdle or a challenge, no matter how big that hurdle is, there's always something good to come out of it. So I will almost always share what the lesson is. But in that moment, I really doubted myself. And then I was like, why did I, why did I take those down? That was authentic to me. I felt that and I wanted to share it. 
And upon further reflection, I realized that it wasn't because of what I wanted to share. It was because of how it made those people feel. That those were people that maybe hadn't or aren't or weren't at the time comfortable with being that honest. And and showing and exposing their bellies, being that vulnerable, they weren't comfortable with it. And therefore, made me feel uncomfortable for sharing what came naturally for me to share. Because, you know, I mean, I live in a world that if we're all pretending, then what's all of this for anyway? Right? What is what is it for? You know, I don't want to just see your perfectly curated Instagram channel. I certainly don't want to see it when the world's falling apart and we're in the middle of a pandemic. I want you to be honest. I want you to tell me that I'm not the only one crying over here and sad that I'm missing out on building my small business, right? So I, as I reflected on it, I realized why they were responding to my messages like that. Because people weren't used to seeing me in that kind of way. Certainly these two people weren't used to seeing me in that kind of way. And it struck them. You know, and now I realized there was actually power behind that message. There was power behind that to say, hey, listen, it's okay that I'm struggling because even this person that I put on some weird pedestal, P.S., I do not belong on a pedestal, I'm just saying, but that, you know, they put you on a some kind of a stool to say, look, that person's joyful, so I should be feeling joyful too. I am alone here and feeling bad or sad or mad or frustrated or whatever it is that we're feeling because we are trying to hold the light up to this person that we put on a pedestal. And the truth is that nobody belongs on a pedestal. <laughs> nobody. Nobody belongs up there. All of us are human beings having a human experience. None of us belong on a pedestal. None of us know what the hell we're doing. (laughs) All of us are just, you know, making our way through life, picking up pieces and putting them down and hopefully learning something from them and shifting gears and growing and shifting behaviors and our beliefs. Like hopefully those are things that are happening, but you know, we're all, we're all just learning. None of us really know. So I realize that that's where that came from. And maybe that's like a new thought for you. So maybe that's just a little seed in itself to kind of sit with you and consider like how people respond to what you say or what you do, that oftentimes that reflection from them is being impacted on you. It actually has very little to do with you. It often has everything to do with them. So I I'm telling you this story because it brings us to the current time and the the moments where I was closing my business and I was sharing that I was closing my business and I immediately like I said was hesitant to get out there and be out loud about it because what are people going to think and then I remembered that story that I just told you about how people actually responded really well to it. They, they wanted to hear somebody speak the truth. And outside of that, I had continued to do that. I would do all kinds of things and express truths about, you know, how I was feeling that day or, you know, I walked my dog for the sixth time a day. <laughs> Probably spent like six to eight hours a day walking my dog and I would just talk to people about how I was feeling that day. And it just, it seemed to help a lot of people. And so in this in these moments where I was closing my business and I was I was thinking to myself keyword here thinking to myself that I shouldn't be sharing I realized that my thoughts were my fear and my fear was unwarranted because every time that I have opened my mouth and said out loud where I'm struggling maybe where the lesson was how I'm looking at that you know um little tidbits about mindset and sort of how I was able to look at it a different way. You know, here was the experience. And you know, now that I look at look at it through this lens, this is what I see. That's how I share. And it helps people. 
So I know that if I'm experiencing this, after my business was doing so well, it grew 300% in the first two years. It makes me a little sad even talking about that because it had some really amazing potential. But something out of my control came in and changed that. And then everything I did moving forward was really me just trying to save it. It was trying, I was trying to survive. I was trying to help my business survive. And I got lost in it. And in the end, I actually wasn't surviving. I certainly wasn't thriving. I was slowly dying emotionally, mentally, and physically. And so when I thought about those things, I thought, you know what? It's because my head's getting in the way. So I'm just going to speak from the heart. It has always been good for me because it's therapeutic to speak from your heart and say what's going on and be honest about what's happening and how you're feeling. But also, I know that if I express what's going on with me, I'm going to share with other people that are experiencing a very similar thing right now. So why would I hold that back when I can help other people feel so much better about the place that they're in? Or at least for if not anything else, they know that they're not alone. So, you know, I started to talk out loud and people started to connect with it. And I realized very quickly in all of my sharing about the things that were happening that I wasn't alone. I knew I wasn't alone, but it was visible now. I could see it. It was tangible. People were responding, sharing their experiences. Maybe they weren't sharing them publicly like I was, but they were sharing them with me and saying, oh my God, thank you for saying that because I've been really struggling in this area for the last, whatever, fill in the blank, or this has really been a hard thing for me. Thank you for saying it out loud because uh, I didn't know what to do with it. I thought I was the only one. I can't even tell you how many times I got messages like that from people. And it really just, it stuck with me. And I was like, oh my goodness, we are living through this time that none of us know where the hell we're going. None of us know what we're doing. We're flying we're like fish out of water. We have no idea how to breathe in this new world that we're in. And everyone is being quiet about it. And they're, they're, they're isolating in their own pain in their own corners thinking that they're all alone. When the reality is as a human, as a human person, (laughs) is that a thing? As a human person, as a person in the world, we're all experiencing some version of the impact that this thing has had on us for the last couple of years. And I realized that I needed to use my voice and share my stories on a bigger platform so that I could help more people see that they're not alone. And that is why I started doing this podcast. I have wanted to do a podcast for so long, but I just wasn't really sure about what its focus was going to be. And now I am so crystal clear. It took me some time to to settle in to the newness of me not being in my business anymore and having closed it. It had had taken me time to grieve that business and to let it go and know that there was nothing more that I could do there. It was time for a new chapter. And when this thought came to me, all of a sudden this spark regrew inside of me. This new light lit up inside of me and I couldn't shut it off. It was like the very first day that I discovered in Norfolk County in southwestern Ontario. If you have not been there yet for wine, you need to go. That is where I took people for wine tours from Waterloo Region. As the day that I discovered that place and I started getting all these ideas, my heart was on fire. It was so exciting. And this feels the same way. So I am sharing in this space because I know that not only do I have stories to share, 
every time I share a story, I get five back. And so that's just an example. And it's sometimes less than five, sometimes it's way more than five, but I get more back. That's the point. And so I know that there are other people out there experiencing similar things. So we're going to share about them in here in this space. And I'm going to share stories. I'm going to invite other people who are willing to speak through their authenticity and talk about what's going on in their lives and how they were, how they took this time in their life that was so hard and turned it into something that was connected to their dream, some passion that they had that they rekindled, some idea that came out of nowhere, this like, this like solving a problem that they've that they just came upon and are like, Oh my gosh, I realize I can solve that problem. I'm going to go and do that thing instead of this day job that I've hated for the last 20 years. There is no age on this. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what walk of life you walk in. It doesn't matter what you do for a living or what education level you have. We have all experienced a pandemic. And it has changed everything. And so I figure there is no better time than to start building a community where we can talk about real things and we can learn to lean into being vulnerable because honestly, that's what brings us together. That's what, that's what creates true connection. You know, I, I, you won't, you won't have me talking in this space or you won't hear me talking in this space about that person against that person or dividing uh, or that person believes that and then they believe that. No, no, no. You know what? I don't give a shit what you believe. What I, what I give a shit about is that, is that you have a good life and that you be kind to other people and that you show yourself love and that you do what's on your heart because it's in you to do because we are put here for a reason. Every single one of us, we come with a gift. We are put here for a reason. And it is our job in this world to figure out it's actually much simpler than we think. We all think that we're going to go out there and be this big something or I have to make this big deal out of something. It could be so small. You don't hear me sitting over here saying, I'm going to be a millionaire. No. You know why? Because, hey, you know what? If the money shows up, that's amazing. But if I do this just for the money, what am I doing it for? So I have money, then I can pay for the bills, which, hey, that's not a bad thing. I'm not afraid of money. I love money too. It helps me live my life. But if I'm just doing what I'm doing to make money, and I get to that goalpost, and I achieve that thing, and I do that one thing, and I'm making all this money, but how fulfilled am I? I can only buy so many things. And especially now being through the pandemic, we all know that material things don't make us happy. We were stuck at home with those things for two years or more, and we know that they don't bring joy and happiness. I believe, I believe that when we are vulnerable, we connect with each other, we stop fighting about the things that we don't agree on, and we start focusing on the good. We start focusing on how we can help each other. That's where the true magic is. And that's what the space is for. So thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for listening to this story. I hope you'll stick around for the next one. Share this with someone who you think needs it. And I can't wait to talk with you the next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'd like to invite you to hit the subscribe button on this podcast so you'll be notified when the next one drops. And if you like this episode, please leave a review as it will help others to find this message. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at It's Me, Christine D. Or if you'd like to connect about being a guest on the show or talk to me about speaking engagements, please visit It's Me, Christine D. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time.